everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. this great analogy of a preacher. His name is Fred Craddock from a book I read this past week. It's called Enough by John Bogle, you know, the founder of Vanguard. So I I had to share this with with y'all. It's such great stuff. I also built upon it. Fred says, imagine for a moment you're having dinner at a good friend's house. Your friend tells you about the newest addition to the family. It was a beautiful greyhound. He says the greyhound was a champion racer out of Florida. And after dinner, your friend goes upstairs to put the kids to bed. And you walk in the living room, and there on the floor is the greyhound. Man, you notice this greyhound is the peak of health. This greyhound is full of life, performance. It is just the specimen of running. And you wonder, why would this greyhound retire at such a pinnacle of health? So you figure, why not? Let's ask the greyhound. So you say, greyhound, why did you retire? What Did you get hurt? What happened? The gray sound says, no, 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 I, I, I didn't get hurt. You go, man, well, what happened? Why would you retire in your prime? The greyhound slowly looks up at you and says, you know, I raced for 10 years. That's 10 long years of day in and day out of running that race, trying to beat the others and trying to catch that rabbit. One day while I was giving it my all, I got close enough to the rabbit to see it for what it was. And you know what? It wasn't real. It was fake. I was stunned. All I ever dreamed of was catching that rabbit. I think I chased it because my dad chased it. My grandfather chased it. All my friends were chasing it. I even went to school to chase it. I also saw that the fake rabbit was attached to a string purposely designed to keep it just out of my reach. This isn't all. Man, when I looked up, I saw all the people in the stands and I realized I wasn't even running for me. I was running for someone else. The icing on the cake is when I left racing, they replaced me just in time before the next race. Yeah, it didn't feel good. Besides, even if I caught the rabbit and it was real, I didn't didn't put any thought into what I would do with it. Would I eat it? Would I tear it to shreds? I was too busy chasing the rabbit to consider what I would do if I caught it. So in that moment, I was forced to ask myself, why chase something that you don't even know what you would do if you got it? In that moment, when I saw that fake rabbit, I realized I was chasing something just wasn't even worth chasing. So in that moment, I quit. But I didn't let the lesson harden my heart. See, this is the key. After all, lessons of life are meant to make you better, not bitter. Now I live in this house with this family. It's so wonderful. There's a little boy named Joseph. Joseph gets home from school every day at three o'clock. And boy, do we celebrate. I run to him. He runs to me. We kiss and jump and hug all over each other in the kitchen. We fall on the floor. It is so exciting. Most days, Joseph's mom has to tell us to calm down. We get so excited to see each other. I hope he stays seven forever. I can honestly say 
I feel for the first time in my life something that they call joy. I've learned that the simple things in life are really the best things. And I now know the most valuable things can't be measured. The saying is true. Success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to all success. I now live in a way that gives me meaning to life. I don't chase something to give life meaning. It's clear that God had a purpose for my pain, a reason for my struggle, and gifts for my faithfulness. In the end, I had to define what I wanted so I could know who I am. And just like that, the Greyhound rolled over and went back to sleep. I got to say, actually, this hit me in the last talk and I was going to bring it up um, when we were recording it. And then I was like, no, I'll wait for the next one. If, if it gets... You have a lot of relation to the Bible and like God recently. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been, I've been taking it. Maybe it's because oh. it's Lent and I've been trying to do it myself and kind of just get closer or yeah. whatever. But yeah, the last talk, you talk about the Bible a lot, which is yeah. interesting. And then here, talk about God. It's, it's cool to see. You know what I mean? I never, like we never had a religious conversation, nor do I want to turn this into something religious, right? Yeah. Um, well, I would say I'm not religious. I just love God. Yeah. You know there you I go. mean, God, religion's a man-made thing, you know I mean? You know, God, God has given, given us one chance at life, and it's my job to do the best with my life with the tools he's given me. Yeah. And that's why I build God into almost every talk I do, because God's the basis for everything in life. You know, and, and it takes more faith not to believe that than to believe that. Than to believe it. Right? Yeah, that's cool. And, and I, don't, I, you know, I don't want to kick it off from a religious thing, but I think, yeah. think that that's an interesting, an interesting concept. And, and this talk is about that. It's about pursuing the things that really matter in life. And that's what I was going to say. I got to cut you off. It sounds like you're pursuing a new direction. I'm always pursuing new directions, Ralph. <laughs> but you're not leaving the winery, correct? Oh, God, no. I, okay. I, I am Blue right. Ridge Winery, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was going to say, it sounds like, oh, he's like getting ready to start a new venture, like he's, which is a good thing, right? I'm, I'm always trying to start new ventures. Okay. Always. Yeah. I mean, always, always, always. Anyone that works at the winery knows that. I mean, I'm, I'm changing things constantly, reinventing, changing things up. And, uh, and I feel this big pull to move into the speaking world okay. where I, I come alive on stage and I feel like that's my element. I love doing the underground experience at the winery. I love giving the Wednesdays talks. I love doing our weekly updates. I love doing these podcasts. It's just, a, I feel like it's, it's drawing me to it. So that's why, you know, I, I talk about things that matter, you know, cause it life, you know, life can get, you know, life can get so busy where the day-to-day -day things, things that really don't matter, like taking the garbage out, you know, things like that, they push out all the things that really do matter. And I'm always asking myself, am I doing what really matters in my life? And am I, am I straying, staying in my strength zones? Because if you stay in your strength zones and you're using the gifts God gave you, you're going to live a life of fulfillment. If you are not doing that, you're going to wonder why you feel so empty every day. It's that simple. Life is so unbelievably simple in the end. It's so simple. Now, for those people that don't have any sort of connection, maybe this is a religious conversation, right? Because if you don't believe in anything, right? And this is my personal opinion. If you don't believe in anything, it's hard to, right? With religion comes with like morals and values and there's a basis upon which you live, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're Catholic, whatever, like it, there's a basis of beliefs that you have, which, which force you to live a certain way. So getting back to the religion thing, how you're saying like, yep, because you believe God in higher power, you believe you're on this earth to live to the full extent of your abilities, 
that belief, it gets you to that point. Mm -hmm. There's people that don't believe in anything, that don't believe that, and yet they're yearning and trying to get to that. I think everyone believes in something. Have you ever thought about this? God gives you the freedom of choice to do whatever you want with your life, right? So did the founding fathers. The Constitution gives you the, the, the right to freedom and liberty and justice. Yeah. It doesn't give it to you. It gives you the right to pursue it. It gives every man the right to pursue freedom and justice, right? And God gave the same thing. So if you're an American and you live in the United States, open up a dollar bill and it says, in God we trust. It's in your pocket every day. God and the founding fathers were on the same page. Near the basis of religion, right? Right. But it's a, it's a way of life. Um, so, yeah, so I guess you're right. People do have, like, they have some sort of belief system. Others are stronger. Like, your belief system there is what's getting you through the day, right, at the end of the yeah. day. To see the end vision, to refer last the last talk. But even here, like, with the Greyhound, it seems like after 10 years of him racing, he found the true value. Like, is the value, like, he almost, he got to the goal, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I got to the end, and I saw... Was he doing it for himself? Was he doing it for other people? And it seems like he had the realization of like, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Like the fulfillment isn't in this, but yet I've been thinking that it was supposed to be this all this time. Mm -hmm. Where mm -hmm. in reality, the fulfillment is home with the family being that person or that, in this case, the animal for the family that they love and cherish and things like that. It's just, it's cool to... It's a different dynamic and a different perspective. But for people that are chasing dreams, it's like sometimes dreams are hard to chase. And it's, it's I'm facing that myself. And it's, am I facing, is it hard? I feel like things should be easy, right? Like if you're doing the right things and you're on the right path, things would fall, not, not necessarily fall in your lap, but the process to get there would essentially be, okay, the right people will eventually come into your path, like you and I, for example. Mm -hmm. Eventually it's like, well, is this the right path I should be choosing? And I feel like for people that, that goal sometimes might seem clear when in reality it isn't and they're chasing after something they really shouldn't be chasing after. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, absolutely. It has to do with aligning, you know, your values and the way you spend your time. You know, what you do with your daily activities and what you're thinking on, does it align with your values? You know, and people that don't have those things aligned, they live a frustrated life because they're just, they're doing something they don't really believe in. You know, and, and I always say, you, you're back to beliefs. You know, some, you say some people don't believe anything. That's not true. If, if someone says, I don't, I don't believe anything, they just didn't think their life through. Because in order for you to get up out of bed in the morning, you believe in something. Yeah. You believe in the rules of society. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. You know, everything, every single action in life is based upon hope. And hope is something that's, that's given to people, you know, from God. I don't know if animals have hope. Animals, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know. But, only, but we can have hope for the future. We can, have, we can enjoy the present. And, you know, the, the Greyhound Retire story is something that, that basically connects me to what's the highest and best use of my time in any given moment in my life. And in life, the answers are always going to be changing. So I need to always be asking myself that all the time, every day. Because sometimes people will set out in a life and they're doing something. 30 years later, they should have moved on 15 years earlier. And they're doing something for so long that they shouldn't be doing anymore. Answers change. You know, most people have multiple careers. But they have to have the self-esteem, the self-worth to make the change. Change is challenging, you know, but change is really exciting. Yeah, I was going to say, what was your Greyhound moment? I think we can call it that, right? The Greyhound yeah, moment. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple. I've had a couple of Greyhound moments, you know, where you're going, what are you, what are you doing? Um, man, um, man, there's a lot of them. Um, some, some Greyhound moments where... Your life will take you in a different direction. 
has to do with moments where Maggie might say to me, Dad, can we spend the day together tomorrow? Such a simple little thing. Children are powerful because children have not been messed up by the world, you know, and they, they got it right. You know, so it's moments like that where it's just in the silence. It's 830 at night. I'm putting her to bed. Dad, can you spend the day with me tomorrow? Boom. There's a great hum moment, you know, and meanwhile, I'm thinking, well, now I have to go and I have to go down to the winery and I have to, I have to work in this wine cellar. And then I'm asking myself, is it more important for Randy to be bottling wine or spending time with his daughter? When I have the ability to have superstars like the wine cellar guys, Nathaniel, Jaden, David, I can say, you guys got it. I'm going to do what I should be doing in my life right now because the answers have changed. The answers have changed. That's so powerful, right? I, the answers five years ago, nowhere near the answers what they are today. No, right. Wow. 